0: I was just blowing my nose on It was
1: terrible. Why would you press record? (laughs) So that we just are going, and then that way I'll cut off the beginning part. Okay. So we're at uh, the church office that I work at, because the power's still out. And the new update says, like, 2.30 in the morning.
0: That's normally how it works. But... The delay just keeps on going.
1: Yeah, I guess a car... hit a pole. So they have to replace the pole. So that's like a whole thing. Yeah. Alright, so... remote... life. Right? That's what what we're gonna do? Yeah. So do you want to try to record... A single episode for like 30-ish minutes, or do you want to record two episodes for like an hour?
0: I think 30 minutes. I don't know that we can talk about this for an hour. I'm not All sure. right.
1: It sounds good. As long as we have a game plan going. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you're going to do the intro? No. Why? <laughs>
0: i don't want to do it
1: oh my gosh 10 episodes in
0: (laughs) yeah i still don't want to do it
1: all right well welcome to across the hall with tracy and joe is it better tracy and joe or joe and tracy
0: i don't think it matters i don't know what maybe courtesy is if you're doing it it's tracy and joe and if i'm doing it i don't know
1: okay so anyways (laughs) welcome everyone um when this goes up, this is going to go up the week after we did not post a podcast. So let's just get that out of the way first. Okay. <laughs> Can we address that? Because although the only person that asked me was mom.
0: Oh, our number one fan. Our
1: number one fan. she's She texts me like, what happened to your podcast? So I, I took the blame.
0: Yeah, so she would, should we give a little backstory on that?
1: Yeah, that's fine. So um, I'm trying to think. Well, okay. So the the podcasts for those of you that have been listening, and if you haven't been, Tuesday six a.m. That's the plan to publish them for them. They're I schedule them ahead of time. Totally good to go.
0: And by ahead of time he means Monday night when I'm texting him.
1: <laughs> yes. It's it's I've been slacking. I've been procrastinating a little bit more. I saw a, a tweet the other day that said like when I procrastinate, it said something I'm gonna butcher it, but something like I procrastinate and I still get the job done, so that's why I procrastinate. Like Yeah. Cause it works. Yeah. So, anyways, trying not to. So this particular Monday night Tracy did not text me <laughs> and so it never crossed my mind and so I I did not um, have an episode ready so in the morning she texts me hey where's the episode I edited the second half of the one we did but we decided that one sucked
0: yeah so work-life balance does not get a part two because it turns out part two is not good at all so
1: what did you think about part one? Was that okay? But we didn't even talk about what we were supposed to talk about.
0: Are you asking me or the odd? Our viewers. Our viewers. Well, our they, viewers. Can't, they, they, can't,
1: <laughs> they can't see us and Listeners. they can't answer us right now.
0: Listeners, I mean. Sorry. I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Oh No, I that was what... Okay, so to get real honest, part two is just me saying how I don't like part one. But it was one giant recording so i kind of just stopped us in the middle and said i think we're kind of losing focus here which is fine because i think we also have to mention that we recorded these episodes a long time ago you know a, a lot of we,
1: these are like 6 7 months old
0: yeah so we're hopefully better now but yeah there was definitely some bumps in the road just getting started so
1: yeah So, the reason we're saying all that is today's episode, we're going to try to have a little more pertinent to what's going on today, and most of the episodes going forward will be newer. They might be pre-recorded still. They likely will be pre-recorded, but pre-recorded like a month or two in advance, not six, seven, eight months in advance. Um, So, I think that makes a, a difference for us. Yeah. Yeah. And then um oh since since we're talking about this is, I feel like this is like good housekeeping like we're we're <laughs> dealing with good stuff um who on Instagram who's Nathan Sepulveda?
0: That's my longtime buddy from we met in high school at our um at our youth group
1: okay, cool so he mm-hmm. had um like a really good question about all of my. Projects and whether that creates strain uh, in my marriage, and so I thought that was pretty cool. So that was on our last Instagram post. He posted that, I guess, this morning. So I saw it.
0: We can also credit him for actually running our Instagram because <laughs> we made the account and then never posted anything. And he's like, "I think you should start posting." So I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so Trace is in charge of that, and she has two posts. <laughs>
0: But they were great posts. So <laughs> they
1: were amazing. <laughs> they were amazing. Uh, so, anyways, so that's what's going on. You know, if you if you message us on Instagram, if and when we post, we'll try to respond. No, we will respond. We're gonna we're gonna be good about it. And if you email us, we will respond to you. Um, the email that we have set up right now is podcast at gmail.com. And so if you're ever curious or you want to share something, shoot us an email. Um, our Instagram, if you want to follow that, is across the hall pod, all one word. And that's all we have. And then there's just our personal stuff. But uh, all right. Does that deal with, with our housekeeping? I feel like that. Yep. That handled a lot. We probably should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. But it's done now. That's what matters.
0: We're improving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about... What did I what did I title it? I think I titled it in the well, recording, uh, Life at a Distance.
0: You did. It's right there at the top.
1: Oh, it is right there at the top. So, specifically though... Uh, as it kind of pertains, coming, I think we're coming out of the pandemic, right? You saw Newsom's new update.
0: That is June. a question that I ask my husband every day. What do you think? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when will we go back to normal?
1: So, so being a year in, a year and one month in, um, you know, we've gone through basically a full school year now, almost of distance learning or modified learning, and then also a full work year, you know, of distance or, or modified working. Um, so that's what I want to touch on. Like, how has that affected you? Uh, I can share how it's affected me and then kind of our thoughts on, you know, experiences we've, we've talked about with other people and kind of how we think it might look like going forward. Does that sound right? Yeah. Cool. So I'm trying to be like super I'm trying to be more prepared today. So <laughs> the first California COVID case was reported January 25th of 2020. Um So I remember at that point like COVID was was going on like Wuhan a couple cities were locking down like but it hadn't it hadn't reached, you know, anything crazy quite yet, you know.
0: Well, that's really interesting because one of my best friends, one of my friends that was even in my bridal party, she was teaching in China um, or she has been teaching in China for years now. So she was on winter break in January, which is when exactly what you're saying, these first COVID cases were kind of getting reported. And so she always comes and stays with Danny and I, you know, because she's, out of the country for so long you know i just miss her so so much so when she texted us in um early january she's like hey can i come stay with you guys um but just so you know like there's this covid thing and um she i guess she had asked another friend if she could come stay with them and they said no we want you to be home for a month and um make sure you're not sick and then and then you can come stay with us did
1: did you have any inkling of like concern at that point
0: okay so i didn't i was like yeah come over but then when she said oh this other friend (laughs) is making me wait a month i was like oh wait should i be making you wait you know
1: (laughs) you got peer pressure
0: (laughs) so then i was like danny like do you think it's a good idea that she come stay with us because other people are having reservations and i didn't at first but yeah maybe we should think about this um but she did end up Coming to stay with us in January, but she was obviously on Christmas break. So she was supposed to go back, but the travel, Trump had just issued the travel ban. Right. So it was just a really interesting time for her. She actually never went back to China. Um, But anyway, so I feel like in our house, it happened a little bit sooner because really everything started shutting down in March, but we were aware of it sort of in early January.
1: Right, right, right crazy well so i remember being aware of it but it was kind of like you know we'll see what happens um and i don't i don't want to get us too far down a rabbit hole because we could just go off on covid forever yeah when when it first started happening like before march when when it was like february did you think it would it would get to where we have been
0: oh yeah when people started hoarding that tp i was like (laughs) that was it i was like The apocalypse is happening. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was so concerned. And that was right when um, Danny and I purchased a home. And I was like, we're going to have to, we're going to get a foreclosure. Danny's going to lose his job. Like, we're going to end up living back with our parents, which we had already done for like three to four years. Yeah. And so I was just like, this is not good. Which obviously, it hasn't been that bad, thankfully, like, you know. We've stayed afloat. Everyone found their toilet paper, and you know, the world has kept on going obviously with some hiccups. But I was, you know, worry central over here for more. It wasn't, I wasn't even worried about the sickness, I was worried about the financial implications. Yeah, okay, because when people start panicking, I'm like, that's never good because even if the panic is deserved, you know, it just, when people, it just seems like a, we're all for ourselves mentality. I I find that really dangerous.
1: Right. Yeah. I I agree with that a hundred percent for us. So us living on the central coast, you know, we're halfway between the Bay area and Los Angeles. So I, I was kind of watching like those as, as more populous areas with large airports, international airports, I was kind of watching those from afar and, and just those almost were like a preview of what we would eventually get to was kind of how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that, that where we were, cause our population is so much smaller would never get to those full heights, but it was a, a good like viewpoint. You know what I mean? So as things as more cases were confirmed and as counties began to declare state of emergencies that's as i be i remember at the time still trying to make plans for my basketball team for like summer games like spring games and summer league and i remember early in march like kind of joking with a with a tournament director like you know if if we get to play and i remember him being like oh yeah yeah, we'll, we'll be fine and i remember thinking like i don't think we are like this is this is going to go off the rails pretty quick here and um so as cases you know confirmed i remember in in march as like neighboring counties like santa clara county los angeles county and then as like ventura county began to close and like declare state of emergencies because that's two counties from us and then santa barbara monterey i was like all right here we go like So I I, kind of saw it coming. So even I remember telling my kids when I think when the first school closure happened and they're like, oh, we're going to close for a couple weeks. Like we're going to I think it, it lined up for my kids where they closed one week and then the following week was spring break. And so everyone was like, we'll come back after spring break. And I was telling the kids like, you're not going back. This this is a wrap. No one's no one's opening back up after this. And so that was kind of how it was, it was introduced for us. Um, and then I remember for work, we were still working at the office, but then that was when our county said, Hey, you know, non-essential. So then we transitioned to re- remote work for the most part. And, uh, and then, you know, life got crazy. When did, uh, when did Danny switch to remote work?
0: I can't remember if it was March or April, but it was fairly. I think they were pretty quick, um, to shut things down.
1: And he typically he would go into the office, but um, he was kind of out and about normally, yeah. anyways, right? Like
0: yeah, so he was outside sales. So he uh, you know, he works for a plumbing, uh, plumbing supply company. And on the commercial side so you know if he sees a bulldozer on the side of the road like he's on that job site you know trying to get business so he's kind of just scoping out all the areas plus seeing existing um, customers as well so yeah he was like putting so much mileage on his vehicle and then all of a sudden (laughs) he's home 24 hours a day which was a big change for him.
1: So how, how did that, like for you guys, I'll, I'll get into us afterwards, but for you guys, how did that, because you were home, were you Were you teaching on campus when they closed it down, or you had been remote? You were teaching online not, only anyways, right?
0: So yeah, so I graduated with my master's in 2018. And right after I graduated, I got two jobs. I got an online teaching job and I got an in-person teaching job. Um, So then when I had Eleanor, I was able to drop my in-person teaching job and keep my online teaching job. So during COVID, you know, I was on my so-called maternity leave and then working online. So I was already working, you know, remote or from home Um, and I was doing that on purpose. For obvious reasons, so it was actually really easy for me to. So when I did get, I did go back to well, <laughs> in theory, I went back to in-person teaching, but right. it was all virtual. But it was an easier transition for me because I was already in the online space. Gotcha. Um, it is it is different because on my online class, um, my lessons are pre-recorded. They we never meet together. Everyone is working independently, but for my virtual classes, you know, I'm hosting a class on like Zoom and everyone's tuning in at the same time. Um, so there are different challenges that come with, they're different, even though they're both online, they're very different. Totally. But, um, so yeah, yeah, it wasn't too big of a transition for me.
1: And then what about for Danny? Like how, you know, you mentioned him being home all the time all of a sudden was that did that disrupt work for him a lot like you know he's on the commercial side so was that a big change for him did he see projects you know drop off that seemed like they were good to go or
0: yeah so really his job description changed because you know he couldn't do outside sales anymore so he kind of reverted back to inside sales um so yeah it'll be interesting because his employer is talking about going back outside in just a few months um but he's doing the work (laughs) of someone that was probably laid off you know so they have to rehire the inside staff so that the outside staff can go back out onto the field so it's it's definitely interesting but it was good because like i said we just had um, I think Eleanor was six months old when this when the shutdown happened. So it was, I was going
1: to say for you guys, it was almost like a, we were like already a real staying home, blessing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're already staying home because you have a little kid that you know just limits you in some ways. So we got to just chill, you know, as a family.
1: Well, and then even for Danny being home, like he probably got to see a lot more of those early
0: milestones yeah, yeah.
1: That, that you wouldn't normally catch because you're working or you're you know you're out doing your thing during the week so um so you guys probably came out I, like in the big picture it wasn't crazy disruptive right like no one no one lost work no one
0: yeah no that's like so you didn't awesome. have to
1: alter life other you know than the mask, you know the normal type stuff but it wasn't like you know reeling from these unexpected changes kind of a thing
0: yeah totally it was a big a big blessing because like i said i was freaking out a little bit you know january march
1: so for us um gosh it's so funny so for us you know we we homeschooled the kids well they were like in a in a charter school so it was a hybrid homeschooled a couple days at school a couple days So, so we were kind of just transitioning the kids back into school, like all of them being in full-time school. Mm -hmm. And so the shift from going, they were only in school for like three months and then, and then COVID happened. So we just kind of went back to what we had been doing. Um, There's a movie, it's called Warriors. These two brothers that are like MMA fighters. But the the one son comes back to the like his estranged dad and like we helped train me, and and I remember the dad being like we're going back to the old program like and everything was just like pre laid out because this is how they'd always done it you know mm-hmm. and for whatever reason that I remember that scene came to mind when I was <laughs> like hey we're going back to the old program like <laughs> it was just back to the way it had been and so thankfully for us that wasn't. The idea of, of being at home doing school was not um, super difficult. The, the hard part that we ran into was in the past, the kids would rotate, you know, who's using the computer, who's working on a laptop or who's working in a workbook or who's watching a DVD or we could kind of set our own schedule because we were con- controlling all of the curriculum Mm-hmm. but but suddenly the kids were all on you know the schedules that were laid out by their schools and so now everyone needed to be online everyone needed a laptop everyone so it was like having a computer lab at the house like i mean i literally went and got like a new laptop because uh and i think we got a new desktop too because we were just in the spot old computers are dying they weren't working right the kids are like my zoom keeps crashing like and I'm just trying to make sure that they have what they need, so that like that was its own set of challenges that thankfully we were able to address. But then even for me, as I transitioned to working at home full time, because I used to work remote, kind of half and half, anyways. Um, but now being home kind of all the time, I didn't have a workspace because usually when I if I if I was working at home, the kids would be at school, and so I could post up in the den or jump on the kitchen table or whatever and all of a sudden they're in all that space you know what i mean yeah so i was just trying to find a spot to to work and then we live out in the country a little bit so our internet's super slow so all of a sudden you got five people trying to run video conferencing at the same exact time and it was it was painful at first, um, just from a logistic standpoint on the technology side. Like the rest of it was okay, but that piece was was pretty difficult.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, even having because your oldest daughter came to stay with me for a week not too long ago, and just seeing <laughs> her just learn on our couch, you know. <laughs> Plugged into, <laughs> plugged into her laptop it was it was difficult to see because i don't know it did it just did seem unnatural or
1: well i think for us because like in high school we were both in school so there's that like there's for especially for the kids i think this was harder for them, especially those parents that had, you know, kids that were graduating in 2020 because, you know, they're doing these drive-through graduations. You can't have graduation parties. um, You know, we couldn't have Easter. Like there are all these things that we look forward to in the rhythm of our lives that were suddenly just like taken away. Mm -hmm. And, and then even as we got into, you know, the 2021 school year, with with sports being postponed and or canceled and just everything still being shifted i think that was the hardest part to watch as a parent was for the kids to try to keep them encouraged because it seemed so like bleak at times you know cuz mm. cuz just nothing was happening
0: and like you said, homeschooling and virtual learning are two very different things. The same way I would say that online, you know, I have my online class and my virtual class. Like right. my online class, they aren't going to be phased by the pandemic because they were prepared. This was something they signed up for. This is maybe their learning preference is to work individually. They, right. they group projects or, you know, I mean, sometimes you have group projects there too. But, you know, they that that's their preference. And so they've made that decision. I want to be an online student, whereas these virtual students, this wasn't their choice. Um, this might not be the best way they learn. Maybe they can't focus, you know, they feel isolated, you know, whatever the reason is. So, it, you know, for me, I love working from home. Like, <laughs> you know, I wish that would continue forever. You know, I don't need <laughs> the pandemic to solve that problem. But, um, but i've noticed that my students really suffer and you know i myself when i was in school i you know i took an online class here or there but my preference is being you know in the classroom having those class discussions gotcha. um so yeah I- and so so it's different for a kid to be sitting at a computer and different for the kid that's homeschooled that you Know, can walk around like there's no, you know, there's more freedom and creativity, I think, with homeschooling and with yeah, virtual yeah, if you're
1: watching pre pre recorded content, you know, you can go to the beach and throw in a DVD or you, you just have the freedom to do it on your time. Uh-huh. Where when you're on the schedule of a virtual meeting, it's you have the constraints of being in school, but you don't have the advantages. of Of being in school yeah Yeah. (laughs) of of being in there with your desk and having the whiteboard and having you know even class discussion is really clunky like that was that and so that was the difficult part you know um for for i think watching even for me my work is very tech-based for the most part so that wasn't affected as much because we were used to working remotely with clients or working you know somewhat remote anyways um so that, that wasn't as terrible for us. Um, but so I'm, I'm curious now for you, did aside from like work in school, did you conduct any other virtual meetings, you know, small groups of your church or peer groups, you know, you do your, your writing and your poetry and stuff. Were there other groups that you tried to continue to be connected with online? Um, you know, from just more of a social interaction,
0: yeah, and those work out well. Um, I lead a women's Bible study on Zoom. And so, again, these women well, our church has pretty much remained open throughout the pandemic. So, a lot of people are still going to the in person Bible studies. Um, but then, obviously, there's those of us that have chosen to go online um, for community. And so, so they're signing up for those. So they have that same Bible.
1: expectation where they're they're either comfortable with an online format or they're prepared to learn what it takes to make that format work.
0: Exactly. So just that desire to be there, I, I think that's hard, That that's been the challenge for the people like that. This isn't their first choice. Whereas, like for me or for my husband, like he went to. Uh, you know he went to grand canyon university so it was all online and he loves online learning um
1: i do too myself to (laughs) be (laughs) honest
0: yeah so it's it's not to say that oh in person is better than online um but it it's just such an individual choice and experience so yeah i've seen i've joined poetry workshops online um yeah, but it like I said, I, I'm choosing to be there. I'm not being forced to be there. So
1: right, I think if we if we at least try to find like a silver lining, a lot more information that probably should have been online for a lot longer was forced to be put online, and yes, and I think we'll definitely benefit from that long term. I think it'll be interesting to see what the workforce looks like because, mm-hmm. you know, I. I had the privilege of having a job where I could work remotely anyways, but mm-hmm. that's always been like a, like a rumbling uh, debate in, you know, e- economists, you know, from country to country. Like, is it better for employees to be in a place of business, you know, working, you know, nine to five, 40 hours a week. Is it better for a, you know, a three day work day or work week or a four day work week with, you know, working four tens tens or Remote, You know, there's always, you know, should we do work differently or is mm-hmm. the paradigm that we have, is that the best way to go? So, you know, this almost forced uh, A-B testing, you know, where, where we had to adapt for the businesses that that could. And it'll be interesting to see if they choose to return or, or if they choose to stay in a remote option. Um, for you, like, as a teacher, what do you think going forward? Do you think you think you'll welcome returning to a classroom, and then also, when when do you think you would want to do so if you did?
0: Um, so, like I have said, I've I've been in both spaces. The in well, not the entire time, but um, for some of the time. Um, but when I was teaching online, so I was teaching online, like I said, for my entire for an entire year after Eleanor was born. So after she was one, I was so anxious to get back into the classroom, Oh wow! you know, because I just miss that human connection. I miss just the dynamic of a classroom and, um, just the relationships that you build there. Um, and then <laughs> when I was going back, they were like, well, we're closing the school down. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's don't, the don't make yourself comfortable. <laughs> so that's the current. Uh, so right now, yeah, I'm I'm teaching at a, I'm teaching virtually right now. Um,
1: Have they talked about the fall? It sounds like most schools are planning on yes. So going back to normal in the fall. The fall
0: is opening. So um so yeah, everyone and I think that's great because like I said, there are a lot of students that are seriously suffering. Sure. Um in the virtual space, so I'm I'm happy for them and um I think that this will this for college professors i think it does you know if they had never dipped their toes in the online space this may cause them to shift and decide you know i would rather work from home from now on so
1: right but
0: i I think that's happened for students too like i think it would be hard for a student that's been able to to be home this entire time to go back. You know, I, I wonder how, how much of the student population does want to go back from, from because I'm in the college space, so, you know. Yeah,
1: well, that'll be an interesting kind of uh, experiment as well, because when you look at how many will want to come back, but then at the same time, colleges, you know, if we're honest, need a certain population to remain profitable and, and to operate at the level that they were doing so, and so the recruiting required to get their populations back up to what they were like you you may see a lot more incentivizing or open uh you know casting a wider net with their acceptance policies in order to you know bolster those numbers
0: yeah that was interesting because so this semester um they're actually making the teachers at my college teach at the university so they're going to a classroom an empty classroom with zero students but they're making the teachers get familiar with the recording equipment at the school because they anticipate that there will be a number of students that don't want to return to in-person teaching right right so there will be classrooms they anticipate where the teacher is teaching to the people that are sitting right in front of them but also looking into a camera and teaching students broadcast it live and they're broadcasting it live, so um, I can't imagine doing that because
1: you'd almost need like a TA to moderate incoming <laughs> questions.
0: Yes, and like you're just going to naturally pay more attention to the people that are physically in front of you. And so, sure. yeah, I think a TA would totally be necessary to be like, "There's a person online that needs yeah. help," you know. So
1: Bob's asking a question <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess that's the point is that we we have um that there are pros and cons to being in person and being at home so
1: yeah my it's what's funny so with my kids my younger three are at a different school than my oldest daughter and so they actually returned to school on a on a waiver back in october so they've been at school this whole time they have masks and there's like plexiglass and distancing and all this stuff um so, so, things for them have looked a, a, a hint of normal, I guess. My oldest daughter, um, she has a culinary course that she's taking this year. And so she's been really bummed out because she's been limited on what they can cook because they can't say, hey, this week we're doing, I don't know, some kind of pasta or whatever. But if not, everyone has a pasta maker at home. They, they can't all do pasta. You know what I mean? Where at school, everyone had the same equipment because the school provided it. Right. So she's been kind of bummed like, man, we would have done more had I been there. And she still did stuff and learned, but just not right. to the same extent. So she's, she's returned to like a hybrid in-person learning um, over the last few weeks at her school. And so I know for her, that's been one point. She's been excited the days that she goes to culinary because they're cooking again And she's making pizza and she's making gingerbread and she's, cause she really likes doing that stuff. So it it was, yeah. that was a real bummer for her. You know, when you have classes that are, that are really hands-on. And so a a virtual environment just isn't, you know, conducive to to maximizing, you know, the learning. So I know that that's been a, a bit of a struggle for her.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: So what about for, for Danny? What is, You kind of mentioned a little bit, but their plan is for him to return to a pretty much. It'll
0: it'll kind of be the same because, like I said, he's his job description has changed, so they're kind of have to going to rotate the people that are going out on the field so that they're not all going out on the field the same day. Oh, I gotcha. Um, So, like maybe Mondays he'll go out on the road or Monday Wednesday, you know. So.
1: The days that he's not on the road, you, you, do you see him still working at home or would he go to the office?
0: That's a great question. I have no idea. That didn't even cross my mind because he's just been home for so long.
1: So I, I know for like um, our, our cousin, uh, I won't say his name because I don't know if I'm allowed to. But uh, one of our cousins had expressed to me that when all this first started, you know, they went to remote work. And so he was working at home. And then shortly thereafter, the company uh, let go of the lease for the building because, you know, in the long term, they were trying to save money, and eventually there was a buyout and a bunch of other stuff. But they there was so much overhead required to to keep that building that for them it was like, man, if we can make remote work a, a norm for us, then we can you know cut this extra cost for us. And that's actually one thing that my uh, my job with with the computer programming. Or the web design, uh, we because of other various factors, but eventually, as a group, we decided, hey, we'll let the office go, and so we're one hundred percent remote, and so that's the game plan. There is to stay that way, um, which works for us. But like I said, it was it was something we had tinkered with in the past and kind of kicked around, but this was like that thing that you know shoved us over the edge, and so now we're just we're just doing that going forward. So. It's been interesting for some folks that I know that have been impacted, where work will really look different going forward. And then there's other folks that are, you know, just kind of excited to get back to to normal, you know, however that looks, you know, going forward. And
0: there are those essential people that have been out this whole time too. That's
1: yeah, no, totally. So, um, so right now, so Gavin Newsom made an announcement either yesterday or Monday that June fifteenth as long as things don't go haywire uh the tiered system that california has been in that goes away and so everything will be open schools are going to be open in the fall like i think the mask thing might still be a thing then but that'll probably wane you know shortly thereafter but um but that kind of seems to be the current uh
0: trajectory
1: <laughs> yeah like the 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 pot of gold right now at the end of the rainbow so uh-huh. um so what's what's been your big takeaways from doing this whole distancing has it has it altered anything for you or mm.
0: I don't know it's you know what we've been in this position for over a year now that so much of it feels normal already (laughs) like you know it'll be like like I think I said at the start of this podcast like that I asked my husband when will things go back to normal but the truth is is that this is normal for me um so That's a really interesting question. Um, I think what I'm looking forward to is, I think there's obviously still fear, you know, surrounding us going back to the way things used to be. And so I think the most thing that I'm looking forward to is hopefully less fear um, because we'll be safe, you know, for for right. reasons um but i guess the big takeaway is like at the start of the pandemic just how life was slower and how you know we were really forced to be home with our loved ones and to nurture those relationships um which we've continued to do because that's what you know we're both home 24 hours a day yeah um so I guess not to lose sight of that, or not to to rush up and just sign up for everything that you can because it's open, you know. Not not for the sake of just doing things to do them, but you know, right. being intentional with our time and
1: yeah, just not 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 filling your time just because you need to like, or because or you're able to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's and that actually that might be a good follow up podcast where we talk about just the the badge of honor that is the constant grind you know what I mean and and Mm -hmm. where that should be I think for us you know I'm looking forward to getting back to a quote-unquote normal because of where our kids are in their season of life there's just a lot of you know Emily's gonna be graduating next year so hopefully you know we can have a normal graduation season Um, Gianna's right behind her so as, as she's playing basketball and you know, my son will be a freshman next year, so him beginning his high school career. So, you know, for us, we're looking forward to that piece of it and being able to be in the stands and go to our friends' kids' games and and cheer for them, and and that yeah. part, you know, I'm really looking forward to. Um, work for me, at, for the most part, has begun to transition already back into being at the office and and all that good stuff. But yeah, we're we're I think we're trying to be a little bit more mindful with. With our time, I've been even just in the last week doing some more bonfires in the backyard in our fire pit and listening to podcasts, and just you know, we've we've tried to take some time to just sit and round table with the kids on different topics and different ideas. So I, I think what you said there is a good takeaway. Like even just because things are now open again or available, doesn't mean we should we should rush out to book our schedule again. You know?
0: Yeah, totally.
1: All right. What do you think? think that's it? I
0: think that's it.
1: I think that covers it. And we stayed on topic.
0: <laughs> go us. Yes.
1: Winning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, we'll get this out. This will be published. And then um, we've got a few others that i got to go through and edit, see, double check what the content was like. And then uh, we'll keep things rolling. So, Tuesday mornings at 6 a.m.
0: And let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about. Yeah, because... that would
1: be really helpful.
0: So <laughs> we're over here like, what do you want to talk about?
1: <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do? What should we talk about this? And it's like, No, that's too crazy, we'll piss off the world. <laughs>
0: yes. Send in your ideas.
1: Alrighty. We'll catch you guys later.
0: Okay. Bye.
1: Bye.